Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Once again, for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Redeem, uh, we left off with Saul, the end of Saul's reign, and we're moving into good old King David. David. Uh, after Saul dies, of course, uh, Samuel, or not Samuel, David begins to take his place as king. Um, he does some pretty remarkable things. Uh, David's reign is pretty much marked with wars. A lot of battling. A lot of battle. Uh, almost his entire reign. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't really get to see the benefits of all of that fighting. No. But uh, his son Solomon will get to see several years of peace due to what uh, David does during so his reign. Thanks to his father. Yep. But with all that, uh, I think one of the honorable mentions that should be mentioned there at the beginning is David is actually the one that makes Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Yep, he's the one that conquered Jerusalem. Yep. Yep, he did. And uh, made it and uh, moved in and began to make it the capital of what we know now as Israel. Yep. And uh, if anybody knows anything about Jerusalem, there's a lot of things <laughs> centered, of around, centered around Jerusalem. It becomes a it, it becomes a hot seat for a lot of things in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. Yeah. Well, it's, so, it's still a hot seat. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. But not for the same, I don't know, maybe the same reasons it was back then. But, you know, Jerusalem just has, it. it's just Jerusalem. I don't even know how to put it. It's I was going to say, Jerusalem. That's, that's, that pretty much hits it. It's just Jerusalem. Yeah, there is so much history there. Yeah. That would be a trip I'd like to take. I'd like to go over and see Jerusalem. Yeah, my grandpa really liked it. He yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. So, because there's just so much there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just so like there. physically walk where yeah. these people walk. Mm-hmm. Well, that and I've seen a lot of movies about crusades and stuff about. Okay. Well, you know, that's not the reason I'm going on a crusade. Or... I don't know. I'm taking it back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know the path. I've seen the movie. There's a tunnel right over here. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <clears throat> and we digress. But Jerusalem has a lot of history wrapped up in it. And, it, and like I said, it's, it seems to be a focal point all the time. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Um, I thought we were taking Jerusalem back. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> Why not? He's going to do his own tour. Yeah. Guys, follow me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as David is still human, uh, yes. he does make some mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, there are two major ones that I know for sure that he makes. Um, the first one, of course, is uh, with this woman named Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. And that one's going to trip him up pretty good. It's going to throw his family into complete turmoil after that point. Um, and, then the, and then the other one that uh, really sticks out in my mind that David messed up was counting the men. Yeah. And when yeah. he counted the men, um, the Lord was not happy with that at all. No. Well, and, and, and spoiler alert, but in that one, David even recognizes, like, right after he did it, like, yeah. I messed up. God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah. People still died. A lot of people died. If you had, pick if, your punishment. Yep. Yeah, he did let him pick. He did. Yep. 
He let him pick, and so. then he like changed his pick like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, so so David made a couple of big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the first one, which is David and Bathsheba. Um, it was in the spring, of course. David, uh, when it's time when kings go off to war, which I find it interesting. So springtime, everybody's got to go to war. Off to war, I guess. Nobody yeah. wants to fight in the rain. <laughs> it's cold <laughs> outside, guys. <laughs> I guess not. Anyway. Uh, and David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. Um, now, David should have been with his army, but he wasn't. He was not. He was uh, He was scoping out rubber duckies for you veggie tales <laughs> watchers. <laughs> That's true. King George and rubber ducky, man. Mm-hmm. He wanted that ducky. Yep. He wasn't happy with all the other ducks he had, or in this case, wives. <laughs> yeah. I want that one. That one. Only problem was that one having to be married to another man. Yep. Uriah the Hittite. The Hittite. He was at war. Is he? Yeah, he was out fighting yeah. David's battle. Yeah. So David's on his roof, looks across, sees this woman. She's taking a bath. Immediately, he's not in the place he should have been. Nope. But uh, he starts to lust after this woman, calls her to the palace. Hey, you know, one bad decision leads to another. I'm sure there was alcohol involved. Yeah! <laughs> Doesn't say that, but I assume... No, I mean, you could make that assumption based uh-huh. on the time. Yep. Alcohol's been getting people in trouble for a long, a lot of years. Yeah. All right, yeah. and like I said, bad decisions were made, and uh, he sleeps with uh, Bathsheba. And, uh, and then to compound that mistake, he decides, I need to get rid of her husband. Yeah. Well, yep. first she winds up pregnant. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. So now, like, you can't hide it now. Like, ah. Well, he tries to. He tries to get the husband back as soon as possible. But yeah, but that work. didn't work either. <laughs> no, because he was Cause a man a, of honor. I was yeah. gonna say he was a good soldier. Yeah, he's like, what? I can't come. I I, I can't go do that. Yeah, no, men are out there fighting. Yeah. So yeah, he kept sleeping outside. Yeah, yeah. And so, then, so David couldn't cover up yeah. the mistake. And so what does David do? David goes the opposite way and sets, sends him to the front of the line. And yeah. as the army would draw uh, back from him, and Uriah the Hittite dies. Yep. Well, he tells uh, he tells Joab, right? Joab's yep. the one out there. He yep. says, "Make sure Joab's Uriah the Hittite is on the front." Yep. And, and then, then as soon as the fighting starts, pull back. Everybody, just back up real quick. Yep. And, oh, yeah, and so and so as soon as he finds out that Uriah the Hittite is dead, what does he do? He moves Bathsheba right into the. Yeah, right into the palace. Yep. Uh-huh. Wonder what she you know, it doesn't really talk about how Well, here's the deal. What her thoughts were. Yeah. No one really cares about women. And that was it. At that time. Yeah. True. During, during, during that time they didn't care what women thought or what no. they did. Uh-huh. They were just basically property. Yeah. And True. so she just went from one place to another and this next place happened to be Palace. A palace. And it upgrades, was growing people upgrade. It was an upgrade. I mean, for her. Anyway. So, but I, that's why I don't think they have a lot of her thoughts is because they, they just didn't put the uh, yeah same emphasis on women that we do nowadays. Um, and, uh, but God sees all this and <laughs> sees uh, everything. Sends somebody to him. And uh, Amanda said this is her favorite part this of the story. This is my favorite part of the story. Um, yeah. A man named, uh, uh, well, I guess he was kind of a prophet. Yeah. 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 Prophet Nathan comes mm-hmm. to David. And tells him this story. Hey, you got this rich guy and you got this 
poor guy. They all have sheep. The rich guy's got a bunch of sheep. The poor man's got none. Then Eric has one, one, little one, one sheep. One little one. Yeah. And the poor man just loves this sheep. His family just takes care of this sheep. Uh-huh. All right? The rich guy has somebody come in to visit. And what does the rich man do? He doesn't want to kill one of his own sheep to feed the man. So what does he do? He sneaks into the poor man's house and steals the, the little one poor One little lamb he has. The, yeah. The one little lamb. Mm-hmm. And kills that one and serves it to his guest. And David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, As surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for that lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. During that whole story, not realizing, hey man, mm-hmm. you're the guy. You're that guy. Yeah. And Amanda, David tells him, <laughs> What was Nathan's response? He said, You are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave your master's house to you and your master's wives into your arms. I gave you all Israel and Judah. And if all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. Why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. See? Disobedience gets you every time. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Every time. Now uh... the sword will not depart from your house. You know... You gotta give it to these prophets. You know, you know these prophets do have a lot of courage. Because how would you like to stand in front of the king, king of Israel? Just so you know, and say, David, yo, you messed yeah. up. The greatest, probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, warrior on the face of the earth at that time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and like just right. the king, like could snap yeah. his fingers and like you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just standing right. In and front he of even him. goes on to talk about specifically what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That you these things are all going to be the... taken from you, given to mm-hmm. someone close to you. It's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got God on your side there. Yeah. God, you want me to say all of that? <laughs> yeah. He's not to, a small man. To his face? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got to love the man, David, because his response <laughs> is great. As soon as he says this... Oh, yeah. Nathan says to Nathan, or David says to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan replied, The Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. But because by doing this you have shown utter contempt for the Lord, the son born to you will die. So this is where we differ from Saul. As soon yeah. as David realized what he did wrong, yeah. he basically hit his knees mm-hmm. and said, Lord, I'm sorry. Every time. I messed up. And that's what he did every time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the difference between what Saul did. Saul Saul never said he was never repented, you know? No, he didn't think he was wrong. Yeah. Because he was he had really yeah. strayed uh-huh. from now now he would ask Samuel to uh to petition on his behalf, but he yes. never really, you know what I'm saying? Never really did come out and say, That was my bad guys. Yeah. Oopsie daisies. Yeah. And and David had a concept that it was his fault. He understood. And he owned it. He did. And he understood that the consequences of what was going to come because of that choice, too. And sure enough, Bathsheba had yeah. a son. That son died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, David does spend some time basically arguing with God, trying to save the kid's life, but it doesn't happen. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, he pleaded with him to say for how long? No, it just says the nights. Mm -hmm. And this kind of marks the point at which oh, so. uh, David's rule becomes kind of rocky. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen from uh, inner turmoil, uh, family turmoil, if you will. Yes. His family just starts to fall apart. Yep. Yes, it does. So, and uh, could all be connected. I think so. Um, which is the lesson I kind of really think that we should pull from this is, is that we do have to pay for our sins. You know, we may think in our minds that we get away with them, <laughs> but we don't. The Lord knows. He sees what we do. He knows exactly what we do, mm -hmm. that we don't tell other people that we do, if you will. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Our secret sins. Yeah, no. The Lord knows them. And uh, he does know that there's going to be uh, punishment for those. And just because he hasn't got you yet doesn't mean your time ain't coming. Exactly. He works in a whole different time that we cannot understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No matter how hard I try. So don't think you can hide sin from the Lord. It doesn't work that way. I mean, I mean, the truth of the matter is, uh, God is the only one that could have done anything to David at this point. Because nobody yeah. else is going to say anything. Yeah. It's true. He was the king of Israel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Pretty beloved as well. Mm -hmm. But God said, nah, David, you ain't getting away with it. Oh, yeah. And I like it, you know, and I like the response to just how God said that uh, I've given you all of this, and if it wasn't enough, I'd have given you more. Oh, you could ask, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what'd you do? You had to go do this thing, yeah. and it just doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't work out well. So we have to just make sure that uh, we keep a very short list of sin, mm -hmm. that we're constantly on our knees before the Lord, and uh, asking for that forgiveness and praying and uh, trying to work forward. That's the main thing. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we make mistakes, but we gotta we we have to move move forward. We have to try to get rid of those. We have to get rid of those sins and then progress forward. We can't keep coming back to those same old right. sins, <clears throat> which is you know easier said than done. But that's but that's what we've been called to do. We're trying to move forward, trying to break down those strongholds, mm -hmm. trying to become more like Jesus. Uh, David is a great man. Uh, I love reading about him. I love how every, how everything in, in his life just intertwines and begins to lead towards uh, the Savior of the whole world. Still does a lot of great things. He does. But it's just interesting that uh, as you read through the story, the two things that Mark David are the two big mistakes he makes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stick out like a sore thumb. Yep. Yep. And because of those sins, he's going to have to pay for it, and he pays for it dearly. So remember, as living as redeemed Christians, make sure we keep a short list of sins and always trying to progress and make ourselves more like Christ. Getting rid of them if we can. Improvement, improvement. Yep. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us. And we will see you next time.